Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top Chef for Hop Up. I'm Haley Strong. I'm not here alone. I'm never here alone. They never give me the keys to this car. Um, but Daddy's back. Hey, Kurt. We give you the keys. You just have a, like a learner's permit, so we have to be in the car with you. Yeah, like Latanya has has had the the um, passenger seat break for the last two weeks. <laughs> Constantly pumping it. Constantly. Yeah, I'm going to pump it right now because we said that we would not call him Daddy. <laughs> but that's fine go it's ahead off the tongue it's ruined ironically when i i you know i was gone the last couple of weeks on a trip to london in college when i studied in london for a month for a uh, overseas studies program the nickname i got was dad not daddy very different <laughs> but very different very different latanya hey how's it going hey I'm I'm doing great. I've got on a full face of makeup for a podcast. You look great. I was going to say like, wow, your lipstick looks fantastic. Thank you. It's a I, new cranberry color. I just like rolled out of bed today and this is the same top knot I've been wearing for, I'd say at least 24 hours. Straight. Rocking the knot. What can I say? But we're not alone today. No, 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 no. We are not. No, we're joined by a very special guest. Uh, Gia Worthy, welcome to the Top Chef for Hop Up. OMG, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. I am a big fan of all of you, as I was saying before we started, and I'm also a big fan of Top Chef in general. So I truly feel like I have made it now. We're thrilled to have wow. you, mostly for the compliments. I'm not going to lie. We yeah. we really wanted the self-esteem boost. Um, but we feel like you can add a lot to the discussion as well, besides the compliments. So we're we're thrilled to have you. Tell us about Tell us about your Top Chef journey. So I have been watching Top Chef for a very long time since I think the first season that I saw in the real time was season two, which was, uh, I was probably too young to watch that particular season. I was going to say, you were in first grade. I was, no, 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 I wasn't in first grade. It was like, I was like, what year did I, did it come out? I was probably like 10 or 11 or something, but still far too young for for to like convince my parents that I could I should be able to like stay up late to watch a episode of Top Chef especially like season 2 in particular feels especially wild for that time but was that um, the, was but that it was the, during um, 
Is that the shaved head season? Yeah. yeah. And okay. I think someone got like kicked off for, or maybe that yeah. was season three. I can't remember. Right. Somebody got kicked no, off. Yeah, you're three. right. They were wild in the early seasons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But right. that was when um, Project Runway and they had like all of the different oh, yeah. elimination competition shows were also on there. So I just kind of got into all of them at once. And then I stopped watching for a couple of the middle seasons. And then once I was back in grad school, I kind of, you know, like I caught a couple seasons here or there, but I was looking for a show that wasn't related to anything I was writing about, but also that I just enjoyed watching and the competition shows always have a special place in my heart. So I went through the top chef seasons that I hadn't watched from there. And I kind of like started my early pandemic watch right before the pandemic. And then the the pandemic is kind of when it all accumulated with the all-star season. So it was not well-timed because I just would have preferred not to have a pandemic, but yeah. <laughs> yes, hot take, but it was, it was a great build up to the all-star season, which is one of my favorite seasons of all time. We're currently rewatching all stars. Ah, it's so, it's so good. We've made it pretty deep into our in, into our rewatch. Now, now we're there, and it's great. Well, welcome. We're so excited to have you. Uh, this is a great episode. Honestly, there has not been a dead episode this season. I have been absolutely loving this season, and this was another great episode with some great challenges. I mean, toast. <laughs> Toast. I love toast. <laughs> I love to, I, I that's, mean, that. You know what? That's not true. I love bread. I'm uh-huh. picky about toast. <laughs> I well, I do love. Actually, I do really enjoy Texas toast. Me um, too. The 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 thick slices, especially when you kind of have like a like colliding with garlic bread, so you have like a garlicky, cheesy Texas toast. Yeah, and I like I like the pan fry of Texas toast, so that the middle is raw. <laughs> I want. I want some raw middle toast because if I'm toasting toast in the toaster, I <laughs> want it w- warm. Mm. If it's mm. more than warm, it's too toast for me. Haley it's likes too a- toast. If it's too warm, if it no, if it's like if it's like past golden, I'm like I can't eat it. Oh, okay. I'm picky. I'm picky about when things are burnt. Toast Haley colorism. Like, I got it. Haley likes it raw in the middle. <laughs> I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> I just thought you guys were Why my friends, both? but I, I, uh, you know, um, hey Gia, you want to you want a spot on the Top Chef for Hop Up? Because I have two openings. She does have the power. No, she does have the power to kick us off. I will yeah, fight I- to the death with Kurt for. <laughs> This position? No, they're both gone. No, they both <laughs> you are out. We'll talk after. Right. You guys are no longer getting the link sent to you. Oh, like no. episode six. I thought we were meeting today. Nope. <laughs> and back to episode five. Uh, so we uh, we start in the stew room. Uh, Pat, who Evelyn? I think is crying on the couch, and then Padma comes in. She's like, "Why didn't you?" Like Evelyn's like, "Why didn't you guys warn me?" Padma's here. Um, Padma, you know, tells them, "Oh, get your rest. We have like a big day tomorrow." And they're like, "What does this mean, Padma? Visiting us is never a great sign." Um, but we're doing a no. brisket challenge. Why wouldn't we? We're in Texas. Brisket. Visiting Padma is terrifying. I, I don't like if if Padma or Tom are coming into the kitchen. 
and it's not I need good. to know what's happening. Yeah. And it's normally not good. It's normally like, oh, we've got a twist on top of the twisty twist. And it's just something that's going to make your life miserable for the next 24 to 48 hours. I mean, it's not as bad as Jeff Probst showing up at camp. I mean, let's be oh, real. Lord. I mean, it's, it's, it's often just a, you know, get ready for a challenge sort of thing. Don't but, ever compare them to Probst <laughs> ever again. I said, Pad, it's, I said Padme is not like Probst. No, so if anything, it was an anti-comparison. Pick another host. Not oh, Padme is also not like uh, a lot of other hosts. There we She's go. her own. She's not coming into the kitchen to say that someone's been medically evacuated. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's not. She's not already yet. like top tier. Not yet. If somebody gets medically evacuated, they usually let that person tell the other people. Like, remember when Leanne like just waited for them and they're like Colorado Airbnb and was like, "Hey guys, I'm leaving." And they're like, "No." I just, this is a little off topic, but I just saw the most wild episode. Gia, have you listened to this podcast? It's not (laughs) on topic. Just wanted to give like a little warning. I was seeing the most wild episode of old South African survivor, like in early 2006, where they had a, they had someone medically evacuated for like a broken arm. And then they brought him to the tribal council with his sling there to like, basically give his torch to the player that got voted out and be like this you can now have my place in the game it was truly wild and honestly it was they need to bring that to regular survivor and i guess if they ever have a medical evacuation at top chef they should do that there yeah, as well. top chef survivor top chefs oh, i i have a couple top chef contestants that i just would love to see in a in a survivor format me too that would just Come be to think Kelly, i would love me the too. list I have, few, well, I have fewer Survivor contestants I'd like to see on Top Chef, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would love to see like any of the All Stars cast that from season seventeen. I would watch in a heartbeat. Um, I need to see Dawn in like her full Olympic form. Yes, that's Just what I was thinking. It. Yes, um, Evelyn. I love Evelyn. I'm obsessed with her this season. So like any any uh, hilarious women that are on. Top Chef or on this season or last season, um, sign them up. Maria from last season. Uh, oh, Maria would be great. That's, yes. that's why I was, I'm the same. I was, I was sad to see uh, Sarah kicked out of the competition uh, mm. last or in the, in the pairs, in the, yeah, in the couples competition. That was last week, right? The episode four, because they worked in teams. Yeah. Two. Yes. She, her and, uh, and um, just Daniel. Um, the, is I thought that she's hilarious and she's been hilarious in Last Chance Kitchen as well. So, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I also I'm also a fan of Sarah. She's her confessionals are amazing. Just not even the just the confessionals, but also just her side commentary during the cooking process. Oh, perfect, perfect reality. I miss her, I miss her already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by Daniel, I mean Robert. I apologize. I just had to correct that. <laughs> You know, I was wondering. Know. I was gonna. I was just, you know, I just let it slide. I was like, I'm not. I'm still on the jet lag. I'm sorry. Yeah, this it's is okay. not the battle I'm choosing to pick today. Okay, good. Um, brisket though. So this is fun. They just go right to the kitchen. They and say, Hey, we're gonna brisket up some stuff. Um, you get twelve is, hours. Is this the first time that an elimination challenge has been set up with neither Padma nor Tom? Brooke handled the whole thing. Yeah, Brooke did the whole thing. I guess uh, I don't know. I'm I don't have that kind of memory, but it's possible. 
I'm hoping this leads down a road that she's maybe permanently added to the panel. But oh my god, I was so worried yeah. you were going to say that Padma is leaving. I was like, no, oh, I can't no, no, handle no. if you say, oh, hopefully Padma's like, no, I refuse to let that woman leave. No, no, no. This is just the fifth <laughs> add-on. This is cool. this is or fourth add-on because it would be with Tom, Gale, Padma, and then adding Brooke. Fair. I kind of also thought that because they've had her quite a bit and mm-hmm. throughout this season and last season, and I am not complaining about that. I think she yeah. feels like a very natural addition to the full panel. Yeah, and she's like a like a very serious judge too. Um, like just can be ruthless at times, which I love personally. But I like that she balances that with the perspective of like there was, I believe it was in the the confusing football challenge where where she was, I can't remember, someone presented something and they're like, oh yeah, this was always, of course, that's what I, I intended the rice to be broken or I intended mm-hmm. something, something, mm-hmm. something. And she's like, yeah, no, when we're cont- like contestants, you know, as contestants, we will always say, yes, that's exactly what we intended. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we meant it, we, we meant for the, uh, the, the hot dogs to not be completely thawed. <laughs> <laughs> and and they thought they were getting out of a quick fire, but no, 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 no. Brooke and Tom, don't they just pop up in the kitchen and say, three minutes, Texas toast, let's let's rumble. Make it it seemed like that was and it seemed like that was less done to keep them on their toes. It was more they just needed that extra time yes. for the yeah. smoking, right? Which yeah. I love that they're like, no, we want you to do this right. We're giving you 12 hours. We're giving you the best hands. They prepared all of their meat first. And then did they go to Whole Foods right after? And then we did the quick fire? That would happen. I think yes. they went so Whole Foods. They came back from yeah. They came back from Whole Foods, and the quick fire started. Right. Um, so they wanted they wanted Texas toast, and they wanted something interesting. Um, the only sorry, the only downside to that I see is like, and we talked a little bit about this when, um, I can't remember if it was Buddha had I think uh, immunity at some point, and he went like really out there with mm. his dish. Right. It was, it was when the two, it was when the entire team of three had immunity. And so it's, it's like the only thing that happened, the only downside of this was that if somebody had immunity from the quick fire, they didn't have a chance to plan yeah. something extra risky for the elimination, but it was a small, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. I felt like the people who, who um, would have done something riskier with the immunity already did the risky things. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm. any of the people who did or like any of the people who didn't do necessarily a risky thing would have done riskier if they had won immunity, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, no, everyone seemed pretty set on what they wanted to do. It was surprising at the very beginning when they when Brooke said you have to make barbecue and they were like, what? In Texas? No. <laughs> what? Why? Just like, because you're in Texas, bitches. Like, what? I don't understand. There's just certain things that you should know. Like, if you come to Chicago again, then you're going to have to, like, make a Chicago-style hot dog or something. Or, like, when they went to Kentucky and they literally had a Kentucky Fried Chicken Challenge. Like, sponsored by the Sponsored by the Colonel. The Colonel himself. Yeah, Monique, I and I love Monique. It's just this whole cast is amazing. But like her, the entire episode, she seems very shooketh by the mm-hmm. idea that she's going to have to do barbecue for this challenge. Yeah. And just like when you audition, you I'm assuming, you know, the area that 
they're going to be filming in that season or have like a general idea of what you should prepare for before you head out? But I even would, if I would, they don't tell you when you're auditioning, like once you, they have to at some point tell you you're leaving. Yeah. Yeah, like here's so, your plane ticket, and then you go on your phone real quick. You look up a brisky recipe, and you go, you look it up, look up brisky, look up biskies, <laughs> ready to rumble. And bi- I think we got your food truck, briskies and biskies. Yay! Uh, Top Chef, feel free to it. use that as a challenge next season. Briskies and biskies. That yeah, that's the, the best that's gonna... kitchen like mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah, or mm-hmm. that's going to be the name of one of the restaurants and in, in, in restaurants, yeah. briskies and biskies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you, like when when Monique was making her, was it the? I'm not going to pronounce it wrong. The Milfia Texas toast, and they started kind of. There was like a little note of the dodo music. I was like, I got a vibe that Monique was just not going to be successful the entire challenge, and I was very surprised she was not eliminated at the end because see, I was getting I, was, the, I was getting the same shooketh vibe that Gia was. I, and I was like, and I was surprised because I thought she like. I was like, oh, she actually did something pretty creative. And like, do not get me wrong, Nick, Nick's looked delicious. I think he deserved to win. But his was also probably not one of the most creative. Like, you know, ELT is like not a new concept. But it's, I think the issue with, with, with Monique's was that it was just so thin. Like, you didn't get toastiness. Yeah, she didn't toast at all, unlike um, Buddha, who did. Who's who had a yeah. successful milfoy? Yeah, Monique's milfoy was not raw in the middle, Haley. You would not have liked it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Evelyn, hers sounded delicious. Lemon cream stuffed Texas toast with spicy pecans and boozy strawberries. Uh, I would say sign me up for that, please. And thank you. Yeah, especially for the boozy. Yep. I just personally feel like Evelyn is cooking for me, like at all times. Like, yeah. what would. What would Gia like on Texas toast? And this is what she made, and I would eat it in RV. The WWGL challenge. What would Gia like? <laughs> is that not what these contestants yeah. are wondering? Okay, it I'll, should be. Honestly. The Texas toast challenge, I was like, well, let me try it. The thing is, probably the first challenge where I was like, let me try all of them, please. Like, I'm sure that I would like any food that was cooked, even, even anything that contained fennel, I would try. But this was the first one where I was like, give me the carbs. Give me yeah. all the carbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay made a shrimp and lobster toast with pickled vegetables. She actually made her shrimp into like a paste that was on it. Uh, again, sign me up. Like, I, I don't have to say that for everything because please sign me up for all of these. Yeah. Shrimp and lobster toast sounds fantastic. Uh, and now I want Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley made Texas toast pizza roll up with tomato basil sauce. Um... This did feel a little like something I would make. <laughs> okay, so let's start. Uh, let's start here. Okay, <laughs> I, a lot back on this. <laughs> I I freaked out immediately, and I was just like, "Oh no!" They let her talk. Like she is one of the talking heads in the confessional. I was like, "Ashley is going down. Like this is it. This is it. This is it. Battle stations, people. Like she just." everything just kept getting progressively worse for her throughout the episode. It was so bad to watch. Yeah, it was tough. It did feel like a slow motion car crash, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. I was just For like, both her and Monique, it was like a toss up of like which, yeah. which crash is going to be the crashiest. Yeah, Ashley had me stressed this entire episode and 
Yeah, I was the same way. Someone that I feel like I can't help it anymore, but try to analyze the edit as they go through each episodes now. Mm -hmm. And um, as soon as she started talking about how she was going to throw in, like, because with all this extra time that she's going to add in all of these extra things, I was just like, oh, my God, this is this is not this might be it. This might be it for our girl. But I. I don't know. And this wasn't a, a bottom dish, but it, I feel like it wasn't Texas toast. Like it no, like, it's a it's a pizza roll. It's a pizza roll. It's a like literal pizza roll. That, that it's a Tatinos. <laughs> as and let it like I I grill toast all the time because I just don't have a toaster because I'm just um in the moving process and everything, so I can relate. But. I've been unintentionally making Texas toast for some time now, but, <laughs> but it, it, that just, I, they seem, I don't know. They seemed indifferent to it. Like they seemed like it was a good, it was good. I'm sure I would like something like this, but it did not feel like Texas toast to me personally. Mm-hmm. The ingredients sound great. Oh, it just yeah. doesn't sound like the challenge is what this it's called like- for. It, it's like making a crispy queso. <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite what, what we were going for. You don't do it. Understand the assignment. Uh, Buddha brought to us strawberry and raspberry mule foy with ripped, whipped ricotta. That sounds great. <laughs> ripped ricotta. Ripped ricotta. It's absolutely ripped. <laughs> I, yeah, know, I, I was not. I was not that drawn. Even though I said I would try each of these, the ones that were on the sweet versus savory mm-hmm. side, I, when I went, if I'm like leaning into some Texas toast. I'm not. I'm leaning into savory. Otherwise, it's like a what, Texas pop tart. I don't know, but it's it's like I give me the savory ones. I'll find someone at the table who appreciates the sweet. I would be the one at the table appreciating the sweet. Okay. I would want to start with a savory and then end with a sweet. Mm. Why? But, yeah, why not? Yeah, let's sequence yeah, this. Like a, a little progressive video. Texas toast menu. But I want I, both at the same time so I can go back and forth. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. A little sampling, sample yeah. portion of each. Um, but I feel like this was the less fun sounding of the sweet ones, and like I feel like uh, there weren't really any top sweet. Texas toast, but um, I feel like yeah. Evelyn sounded more like a fun Texas toast that kind of aligns itself with the challenge. Agreed. Uh, Nick was the winner of this challenge with his Texas toast BLT with pancetta and cheese. It sounds delicious. Don't sounds get me fantastic. Wrong. I yep. want it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy he finally got a win. Bacon <laughs> in the BLT and pancetta. Isn't pancetta like bacon like anyway? It's bacon like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. bacon esque. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm no, double the bacon. Baking up that bacon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, Nick is going to be fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because this is a challenge about barbecue, and he's from Mississippi. So, like, I'm telling you, he's like my sleeper, like, win here because it it seems like. Um, he's been able to kind of do what some other Southern like chefs haven't been able to do on Top Chef, which is to like incorporate all the ingredients of like soul food that you'd be used to cooking, but make but elevating them to a way that would make the judges want to like have that in a fine dining experience, if that makes any sense. But so, he busted out the collard greens in the elimination challenge and did not 
steer into the varied greens that you want. If to only he had done mustard! <laughs> Just do mustard greens! Turnip greens! <laughs> Turnip! Why? Every single place! <laughs> Can I just say, Latanya, like, first of all, Latanya, you need to, like, guess, judge a challenge with where they have to make greens that are not. <laughs> I would love greens. that. Like, <laughs> no one would win. It's like a WWLD, like, what wouldn't Latanya do challenge? Where it's like, <laughs> first of all, I wouldn't steer into collard greens again. There's other kinds. Sorry. Yeah, pick any other green. That's all I'm asking. It's fine. I'm sure your collard greens are the best that those ones can be. <laughs> I do. Can I just say though? It I, sounds like you're banging a gong every time. Me? Like, yeah, that's yeah. There's like some, some. I think it's the spring on your uh, microphone. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. Like no, I've yeah, always wanted to tell a joke and have a gong go. <laughs> it's like Rob has his podcast bell. Haley has her podcast gong. I should get a podcast gong. You already have I one. <laughs> oh, can oh. I just say for a second though how much I love Nick? I agree with you, Latani. I think he's he's a good sleeper pick for right now, but I specifically love that Nick is on this season in particular because mm-hmm. there have been so many challenges where he's been able to use his perspective in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And so I've been really appreciative of him here. He's like such a barbecue dad, and I love oh, no. him on the screen. It was so cute. <laughs> he seems like so happy to be there and make the food that he makes with his kids and have a good time and try yeah. to laugh a full. Like I just love Nick. I need him to make it far because he just brings a smile to my he face. He needs to get far. He, he really he definitely does. does. And it's barbecue dad is the perfect way to put it because in the same way. That like the Asian American chefs were able to like help out during the night market challenge. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone was like, okay, so is this good? Is this enough rub? What do like, where do I go? What do I do now? Yeah. And Nick was able to just like handle all of that in stride and get like re- and put together really good dishes at the same time. It was so cute. He just seems like very excited to be there. Like, he does. Barbecue, he's like, like a fan there. of the show. He is. Yeah, you love to see that kind of contestant. Yes. Uh, Luke still doesn't seem to know what he's doing here. My poor, my poor darling boy, giving us nothing. Uh, he made focaccia Texas toast with crawfish, chorizo emulsion, pancetta, and herb salad. Then didn't use any sort of acid, and um, <laughs> Brooke and Tom hated it. This sounded really good if it had had that acid to it like this like yeah between the crawfish the treat the word emulsion like can you just say like texas toast with crawfish and chorizo pancetta and herb salad like or something other than emulsion that's like a word that does not to me is not appetizing but this not actually, when it comes to like crawfish and chorizo yeah like the fact the fact that it was just very very salty and he knew that that was the mistake. Like he didn't get that acid element on there in time. This is one that had it gone right was the one I would have wanted to try the most. I think. Can I tell you that if Tom took a bite of a dish that I made and called it a salt lick, I would simply cease to be like, you wouldn't have to eliminate me. I, I would, would just walk off the set. Yeah. I, no, like my clothes would fall to the ground. <laughs> you would just evaporate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> some true star wars shit like i'm telling you like i just i just wouldn't i would cease to be that's all i'm saying like nick come on buddy 
I need, he needs to get it together. I feel so bad. He's like, he, he doesn't have COVID. So he doesn't, or he didn't have COVID. So he didn't get a story line. <laughs> and he's not the, he doesn't. That's Jackson. Let's all no, get to that too. No, no, no. She said no, he, said he doesn't have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't no, have I'm COVID, still the bad one. So we I didn't have that storyline going for him for he needs something. a few episodes. He needs something, and because he's still in the competition, but he, <laughs> Wait, he, worked, he worked at Noma. That's his thing. Mm. Oh. I forgot all about that. That's oh, like right. his one thing. That they're like we're casting you based on that. He, yeah, like he, he's, he's not. They won't even talk to him. Like, it's going to be way too easy when it comes, like, if the episode comes up and he's getting eliminated because it'll be the first time anyone has talked to this guy all season. What if he wins, though? Sure. We need a, I need a backstory (laughs) or something because this is just. I'm sure he's a very nice man. I don't know. We got to Google these people before we. This is true. That's a. I made a big assumption. Yeah, I made some assumptions. (laughs) The moment you get the backstory is the moment he's going to leave the show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Keep your eyes on the backstory alert for Luke. Demar made pizza toast with buffalo mozzarella, white anchovy capers, and Kalamata olives. It sounds good. It sounds good. Although the idea of pizza toast, like that's again, I'm not looking for if. It's like I either want pizza or I want Texas toast to so stop making pizza toast. Mm. But the remove the pizza element from it and everything actually it, it's like a nice salty, fishy. It's like it's a little lox and like salmon and bagel, lox and, and capers uh, thing. Except salmon's good. Anchovy, not so much. No, I don't like the anchovy. This seems really salty to me too. It does. The, the calamari olives alone. Yeah. I th- I have faith that whatever Damar makes is good because he's just been so impressive the rest of the season. But I was chuckling when he had his little confessional before this challenge. Where he's like ten thousand dollars for a toast. He just looks right into the camera <laughs> like he's on Abbott Elementary. I love yeah, it. I, <laughs> I love Damar so much. I can't wait to talk about the intrigue that happened at the end of the episode between Monique and Damar. The camera notice. I'll talk about it later. I can't wait. Okay. I'm so excited. Uh, speaking of Monique, she made milfoy with orange blossom buttercream. And then I think she like went outside and like smoked a quick jet and then came back in and was like glazed mushrooms. <laughs> she was glazed and so were the mushrooms. Uh, I, I know that orange blossom isn't mean like orange and citrus. Um, no, but it is but, like a floral thing and the buttercream is yeah. going to be sweet and throwing in mushrooms just seems like odd. I feel like you could, if you wanted like a savory element to it, there's other ways to go than mushrooms with cake. But Hazy, but Haley, these are glazed mushrooms. Glazed in what? I don't know. I just thought it might make it a difference. Does that sound good. <laughs> it doesn't. Like I I, the two things I think of when I think in there with Jay somewhere, like <laughs> yes. like. Two things I think of when I think of glazed, it's mushrooms and Krispy Kreme. And what would go better together than those two things? Ew. I know. Joe was in the top with her mushroom and arugula Texas toasts with espalette and paprika. That sounds great. See, that's how you use mushrooms. Yeah, correctly. Um, and then Jackson was also in the top with shrimp toast with balsamic chili jam. I was a little surprised he was in the top, to be honest with you, because I thought his dish looked one of the most boring. I can't taste, dude. I- <laughs> Give him some slack. <laughs> Can't taste. Can you see though? Like it was just like he's like toast, shrimp, 
sauce. Like it was like, oh, he like, knows how great. those three things taste. I guess so. let them live. I guess so. You guys are right. I was also kind of surprised because it did. It didn't look like at the same level as a mm-hmm. lot of these other with as how many things were going into other people's Texas toast, but. I guess it was really good. But it also seemed, didn't, like, it seemed like if I shifted the toast slightly, all the shrimp would roll off. This is true, yes. Right? Like, there was, like, no problem binder it. It to the like toast. It would be a hard, it would be a hard eat. Like, you I would have, have to, like, like yeah. hold it like a taco. Then Maybe it was a shrimp emulsion like Luke's. Ew. Yes. <laughs> no. Anyway, so Nick wins with his Texas toast, and he gets immunity in the big old boy challenge. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the big old boy challenge, again, like we said, we're making brisket. Um... I love this. I love that they had time to like really think about things, really cook things. Um, I would not have liked having to stay up till twelve. Yeah, wh- yeah, which which season was it? Was that was that one of the was that the Texas season or the one that they had to actually like slow cook it overnight? And they had like they they were staying outside with sleeping bags. Oh, like, I guess. They made them and, camp. Wasn't that Charleston or maybe it was maybe, multiple maybe it was seasons? Yeah, and this one, but this one they weren't there. There was the camping one, but this was one where there's like they were out on some like deck and they, they're sitting in lawn chairs but also oh. in like in drinking beers and sitting in but also having like covered in blankets and sleeping bags and but they just had to stay up all night and tent to the meat um can't remember which season it was but at least this one they kind of got to set it and forget it this yeah. was like the crock pot of challenges <laughs> not yeah. for all not for all no um, yeah, so the dishes create a unique dish that highlights the flavor of your smoked brisket. And so it was like it was a long con this challenge. And you know, some people took the meat out of the smoker and you couldn't taste it till the next day. And they're like, some people were like, oh, this is not quite what I wanted. And those people ended up in the bottom of the challenge. So let's start. Um, they came out in twos. Um, Ashley served her kitchen pepper rub brisket with sweet potato slicks and cream of collard soup. Um, and Jackson served the brisket stuff. 
scarpnock with bread cornbread crumbles and barbecue sauce. You know I love a pun. I obviously love that he said barbecue sauce. That's hilarious. Um mm-hmm. poor Ashley. You know what? And what I think Ashley also like was disserviced by having to go up against or beside Jackson. That was such a good dish. Um, poor Ashley in her soup. What if it was like a cream of mustard green soup? Do you think it would have gone better? I, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to be soupy. Like, I don't like, no. It looked no like a thick answer. soup. Yeah. It looked more like a porridge. And like the brisket, <laughs> it was a huge piece of brisket and it didn't flow to the bottom. It so just dark. Sat. It was black as night when it came out of the smoker. And it just looked like you could use it as a murder weapon. Like it was <laughs> I d- I didn't actively realize, sad. I didn't realize how big it was until people started like picking it out yes. of the soup to see how big of a chunk it is. Like, oh, girl. No, yeah, not only was it like big, it was like this thick too. Yeah. It yeah, so it was very it was a lot. And I I get that the the challenge is to make the risk it the star but i feel like it's not starring in a good way if you're having these huge chunks <laughs> yeah. of it in like eat, maybe yeah. just breaking it up a little bit would have helped in some way i don't know if it was possible to break that up <laughs> like it, it started off so hard like oh, she was having true. trouble cutting into it uh, that's tough and then if they're trying to like cut a piece they have to like shove it to the bottom of the bowl and basically lose it and try and cut it this this reminds me over um a couple of weeks ago i got in the mail one of my subscription boxes uh came and it was a, a campfire themed and one of the things that came in it was this uh dry rub from spiceology and it was a smoky honey habanero rub and so it was supposed to be smoky spicy and sweet um and so it just it just hit me that i need to find some brisket and just dust the hell out of it with this uh yes with this rub do you have a smoker in your backyard? I don't have a backyard. I have an apartment. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to have, I got a barbecue grill. I don't know why I called it a barbecue grill. I got a grill for Christmas <laughs> barbecue uh, that grill. I that had to be returned because it violates my lease. Oh, oh. no. So, Even uh, in the parking lot? They don't have a parking lot. We have a parking structure. Oh, wow. No. You just need to move, dude. <laughs> Get out. Get out of there. Go to no. where they let you smoke your meats. <laughs> honestly that's the first thing i ask whenever i'm looking at a new place i'm just like what's the meat smoking policy here you have you to be careful though because your smoke detectors are so high up you don't want to <laughs> I, that that's, so well, that's how i tell when my food's done <laughs> when the smoke detector goes off yeah. it usually goes off when i start cooking so that's not great for me yeah. Because there's so much goo in the bottom of the oven, it just goes off <laughs> in preheat. We're getting the smoke detector. Our neighbors must think we are the worst cooks alive. See, for me, it's when I take the when I take something out of the oven at the end, and there's just like this huge thing of smoke that just billows out. Then, then, yeah. yeah. No, ours is right off the top, and then the cat will usually come scream at me because he's like, well, "What are you doing? Like, there, there's a loud noise. Take care of it." And so it's just not great for any of us involved. Jackson's pasta seemed real tasty. <laughs> what was that? What was that pasta called again? Scarpinock. 
It was no, it said maybe Scarpinocci, but. Uh, well, I don't see an I on the end. I double checked that when I typed it. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I see two C's, I'm assuming it's hard. A hard C. Hard C. Hard double C. Right? That's my nickname in college. <laughs> oh okay, and then that's it for the today's episode. I'm done. I quit. I'm done this podcast. Bang the gong. <laughs> oh, did that work? God. So, Nick, what did Nick make? Did. He, he, Wait, we didn't what? talk about Jackson's. It, it sounded delicious. I, he had a great pun. I'm. I want to order this off a of menu. Cornbread crumbles, dude. Yeah. I love his commitment to, in his words, bastardizing different. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I. He's like, I know it's wrong to grind this beautiful brisket. Yeah. I'm doing I'm it anyway because I just it, have though. to do it. So. It's, Definitely a better way of bat. It's a better method than the crispy queso that <laughs> we had a few. Yes, yeah. yeah. My I did. At least it worked this way. Um, this that time, and I think it did still meet the challenge of making the brisket still the star, but doing mm-hmm. it in a very unique way that helped him stand out for this challenge. And it did. It sounded amazing. I love pasta, so. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a good pasta dish, so there, it doesn't take much for me to be like, this is clearly a top contender, but this sounded delicious. And I, I liked the fact that we had like the, the pit master audience that they had, they had to kind of ser- help serve. And it, it was, it was nice hearing them um, that there was a lot of like interest and open-mindedness in terms of new ways of approaching smoked meats. So I also want to point out, there was a crossover with my other podcast on today's episode. We got a nice little not talking head, but we saw the Blood Brothers Barbecue Company talk. Guess what? They showed up in the latest season of The Bachelor. What? Yeah. Do you watch you watch The Bachelor, right? Or no. Okay, no. I didn't watch You seem season. so excited. You're like, whoa. Like, but, I, but I, I like I I mean, listen, some of those there were a couple uh there were a couple good looking folks in the uh, in the pit master section. So he wasn't I, on the yeah. bachelor. No, 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 no. So yeah. what happened? What ha- happened was there was a week in Houston and there was this day where they're walking somewhere and they stumbled upon this like family barbecue. And it was these guys. Oh, this this oh. was the barbecue they stumbled upon. Oh, and now awesome. they're on Top Chef. That's I love that. I love that hey, for them. Good job. I, love, I liked the um I wish they made a little more of a big deal about the guest judge that they had this week. Yes. It was um, Greg, I think it's Gatlin. I, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. But he seemed he seemed nice. He seemed fun. He was cute. So He seemed like, to like show up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like make a big deal about him. He's clearly qualified to be here. I want to know more about him. They barely, they didn't really do any setup. It was just kind of like, judges are here. Guess yeah. we're serving food and, that, and I, th- I think that's something they would also typically announce during the setup for the elimination challenge so when we, it was just brooke setting up the challenge with no context for the judging so it was a little bit i think that's normally where we'd hear about it or they would often like bring in yeah. the guest judge to help kick off the barbecue challenge or to the elimination challenge so oh well 
Nick and Damar presented next. Nick had a smoked brisket with carrot puree, harissa barbecue sauce, pork neck, and collard green gremolata. Damar had a smoked brisket with candied yams, braised cabbage, Worcestershire consomme, and jardinera. Um, they didn't love Nick's. They were like, yeah, this guy had immunity. I can feel it. <laughs> Poor guy. The smoked brisket and candied yam combo is interesting, and I kind of want to try that. When Damar was talking about a Worcestershire consomme, I was, like, blown away. I was like, wow, that is that sounds delicious. I'd like to try that. Thank you very much. I do really like candy DMs too. And so that yeah. with the brisket and all the all the fixins with it sounded amazing. So I was a little I was a little surprised he wasn't in the top three, but then once I heard them react to Evelyn and Buddha's, I had a feeling that that might be the yeah. case. Yeah. You get carrots, not carrots, you get um what is it called? You all just uh candy yams, kinda like mm-hmm. on the same plate as everything else when you like with like the way that Southern people fix their cooking, yeah. unless you know, like. Sorry, I am dog sitting. Let me find the mute button. Help, help. <laughs> oh no, I like the dogs. I knew there was only a matter of time before Kurt called the dogs on me, and here we are. Right when we started the Bachelor podcast, Amy's dog would like come on the episode and whine all the time, and Amy would give him treats so that he would stop <laughs> whining but then he would whine more so she'd give him more treats <laughs> oh, the dog gained 30 pounds that year um, oh, but yeah you, normally just everything is served on the same plate um, and you can I like opted as I got older to put my candied yam separate because I didn't want juice from the greens in them mm-hmm. okay so it wasn't like you don't want the yams touching anything right. else exactly I just didn't it's want the greens it's the greens. It's always the greens. greens. I should have been much quicker on that when I heard the dog outside bark. I'm like, oh, they're going to go. <laughs> you're just like watching it happen. You're like, uh-huh. I'm like, uh, <laughs> window. Wrong. I was in the Excel sheet. Yeah, I was supposed to. Anyway. Uh, Luke and Monique were up next. Luke had a brisket with onion barbecue sauce, coriander, and lime stem salad, and pickled red onions. Monique was in the bottom with her smoked brisket with onion subis, confit potatoes, and brioche with bone marrow honey glaze. Now, I would say that these two dishes had like the biggest visual difference. Luke's was really gorgeous, and this was kind of like, okay, like I get what Luke does now. His topping's really great. Monique's kind of looked like she just threw stuff on the plate and went, Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> that's it. You get my bun, and that's it. I I'm mean, wondering. I do want that bun. But it it sounds like, like the bun was like, because it, it was supposedly was raw in the middle. So I guess that is yeah, right up your that's alley. Perfect bun for you. <laughs> but it just seems like a plate that you fix at a buffet. It just like has a couple things, and they're not really touching. <laughs> Speaking of wait, a couple wait, wait, things wait. that aren't really touching, um, Demar, Demar, and Moni. <laughs> so. <laughs> I need that to change. Okay, so the first little bit was when they were all in the kitchen. It's quick fire time. Monique looks concerned. Damar asks if she's okay, people. He asked her about her well-being and she answered him. They had a conversation about it. I am not the only one who noticed that. We'll talk about the other half soon. I can't wait. The producers are on to it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Any any other thoughts about these two dishes? No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
Uh, Jay made Cajun style barbecue brisket, grits, cherry tomato kimchi, and Asian pear relish. And Evelyn, our winner of the challenge, made brisket curry with aromatic rice, pickled vegetables, and burnt and crumble. Like, oh my God, F me yes. up with that burnt and crumble. Oh my God. I love, love burnt ends. They're not Ooh. used enough in brisket. I need them. Please just mail them directly to my home. I nope. don't have any barbecue rules. No my neighborhood the, is fine with my barbecue. No comment on the pun here. The Cajun. We got three in this in this lineup. This is the second one. Yes, it's great. I love it. Great. I love it. And and underreported, if I love blackberries, and I may have said this previously, I love Asian pears. Like blackberries yeah. and Asian pears are my favorite. So good. Ethan also loves Asian pears. He's like, they're so flavorless and watery. I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> I, disagree. I disagree. The ones that I would get at, at Whole Foods or where would be great. There's no Whole Foods, Whole Foods near me in Michigan, so I've not had them in a while. And I found a place near my office that has the Asian pears, and they were flavorless and watery, and I didn't like them. I like the flavorful ones. They're not maybe, maybe maybe the flavorful ones don't come to like Canada as much. <laughs> the Great White North, North North and through Michigan. Michigan, North through Michigan to Canada. Any of the border states yeah. or provinces. I feel like these are the two dishes that, as a as a pair, I would be most unintended. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is the pair that I would be most happy to try both of them yeah for sure I love that's it yeah i love like i cajun style barbecue brisket sign me up love a pun love a barbecue brisket so i it all sounds so good and it sounds like it was very well received and then evelyn i feel like she just she understood the assignment she's the star did. of my heart and i'm so thrilled to see her just take this whole challenge i love I, her so much nothing even the devastating elimination could not sully the victory that of the episode in mm-hmm. evelyn i am so happy for it. and she made him uh she made padma love cur- like her curry yeah, so she, she said it was the best curry she's ever had on top chef like congrats to you evelyn like tom said if this is a a dish that you put on a restaurant menu, it becomes a signature dish. Oh, I love it. I I know sometimes they, like, they often say this is the best thing we've ever had, but I kind of believe them in this episode, (laughs) because it does sound like something that would be a signature in a barbecue restaurant. Like, it's, it's very different, but it's very good and successful, and I feel like it just hits all the points that they wanted to have in the challenge, while still staying true to the art of barbecue in Texas. And I don't remember Evelyn doing the typical well, I'm making curry, but I'm worried what Padma's going to think about it. Like, it didn't even like connect yeah. in my mind that she was making curry and that was a Padma mm-hmm. thing. Um, and so when they brought it up during the judges table, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that's, you know what? Glad she embraced it. Glad she knocked it out of the park. Because this could have been one of those five-hole challenges where it's the one that she's supposed to do really good at and she doesn't do good at all. And I was glad to see that she actually the fact that this should have been in her wheelhouse, it was in her wheelhouse and she slayed it. So that and, was and like everyone basically like this is dramatic, but they didn't actually do this. But they like clapped when she came out and she was like, To my fans, like hello. They're all like excited that she had such a good dish. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about Evelyn and her upward trajectory. Things are we said that about Ashley here. last week. Hey. Don't. Hey. Hey. <laughs> 
Um, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, Buddha had the barbecue beef bourguignon with barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> the beef, beef bourguignon. bourguignon. The the bourguignon. 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 The bourguignon. I had bourguignon. to take many bourguignon. years of French. It is bourguignon. I know. Is it? Do you I think so? <laughs> okay. I took a lot of French. Doesn't mean I'm good. Mm. I took French in high school. Yeah. All I remember is how to say certain foods. Anyway, bourguignon. <laughs> barbecue, beef fat, potato croquette, onion jam, and beet petals. Now, this was like the most beautiful dish I've ever seen. Wow, this blew me away. And like nobody had seen beet petals before. I remember Brooke was like, "How come we've never? I've never seen this, and I'm going to do this all the time now." She was like, "I'm pissed off." <laughs> yeah, this. that's our that's our sweet darling Brooke. <laughs> um, and Joe made brisket pep- pep- pepadelle with harissa cabbage and corn. Was that a better pronunciation? <laughs> I didn't take Italian. I took it French. <laughs> it was perfect. Thank you. At least somebody I, has my back here. I am Italian, so I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you just get to say what is and isn't I Italian. Like yes. So I have some experience. <laughs> um, Joe was in the bottom. Um, this was tough for her. She, yeah. it, it just they said it didn't feel like a brisket dish. Again, like I think I. I think she was like disserviced a little bit by going up against Buddha. It can't be going easy. up with Buddha. Yeah, it can't be easy when they love, absolutely love a dish. And one of the judges is like, I need to bring this into my life and think about it more. And then it's just like, and here's my cabbage. Yeah, they like basically threw the the pepadelle on the floor and was like, I'm not eating this when I have this to look at. I feel like it doesn't, it also doesn't help her that they had another pasta dish earlier that ended yeah. up being one of the best of the day. So I think it really, Joe had a lot working against her in terms of what the other chefs were delivering. Yeah, poor Joe. But I, I never felt like it was, Joe was actually in the running to go home here. No. No. I feel like Distant it was really third. between yeah. Monique and Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it ended up being Ashley going home here. And I was a little surprised. I did kind of think it was going to be Monique. I would have been devastated to lose any of them, honestly. Like, I'm at a point where I can't lose anyone and be like, oh, okay, about it. Did you I drew a sad face crying in my notebook. Like, I, was very- <laughs> I was worried for you. I was I- definitely worried for you. So I've been listening to your past episodes as well. And uh, like Latanya, I too was have rooting for Ashley so it was very sad that I knew I was coming on the podcast to talk about her her departure from the main competition it was, it, and I'm very happy we got an Evelyn uh, an Evelyn win again but it just ended on a sad note with that it was so sad but during the elimination people okay this is important <laughs> obviously <laughs> Monique is at the bottom and it's very taxing on all of us but none more than our sweet, sweet precious <laughs> who loves Monique with all of his heart, Damar. Now, first of all, there's like a tense moment during when the judges are asking questions about her dish and the camera, once looking at her, just pans over to Damar and does a close-up and he looks so concerned. Like, he looked like he was about to cry 
It was the sweetest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. And the camera recognized what was going on. This wasn't just me making this up in my mind. Watch I feel again. like they did this with Sarah and Shoda a lot last year, too. Yes. Like anytime, anytime one of them were mentioned, they would add to the other. And so I, I, I want them to date, too. I support your theory. Thank you. I was just very excited about that. I thought the work is impressive. Thank you. I am a detective. Um, I thought that the judges kind of went off at this judge's table. <laughs> like it was just a lot more harsh than I was expecting it to be. Than it needed to be for episode five <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with like all really actually good food happening. It's just like, calm down, y'all. Like what happens between like the car ride to the where you're filming this and when you had the bis- the brisket? What happened? <sighs> God, I'm hungry. I could go for some brisket. Yeah. I just eat dinner. Why am I hungry? I'm not. I just want brisket. That's the emotion I'm feeling is just brisket-y. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anyway, we say goodbye to Ashley, but don't worry. This isn't the last we see of Ashley. Because we get Last Chance Kitchen. This is why you should watch Last Chance Kitchen, people. Because you might think you're ending your night drawing sad faces in your notebook next to Ashley's name. But then things turn around. Better have drawn that in pencil. (laughs) I just crossed it out. That works too. too. (laughs) Racers don't really work, do they? Let's be real. So, Kurt, what what ha- what happened in Last Chance Kitchen? Uh, I didn't really see how this tied back to why I actually had been eliminated. Didn't, um, but <laughs> it didn't. Okay. Oh. But, <laughs> thank you for the clarification. But she had to face uh, Sarah and Leah in in Last Chance Kitchen. They had three minutes to shop, and then they just had to use what they picked. And even with. Uh, I believe Sam in the peanut gallery saying, be sure to get your salt and pepper. Ali did not get her salt and pepper. And, uh, and, uh, and so there was kind of going to be two rounds. They had three minutes. They they had more than three minutes to cook, luckily. Um, but uh, Sarah and Ashley advanced to the next round. Leah is now out of the, was out of the competition um, largely because she had no salt and pepper to work with is what it sounded like. Um, but then for the second part of the competition between Sarah and Ashley, they had to swap uh, shopping baskets. Now in the first part of the competition, uh, I believe it was uh, Ashley had picked up some okra. And the only thing we know about okra is that Tom does not like okra. 
even though hated it. Even though every time the past ten seasons, maybe past five seasons, Tom's been cooked okra, he's actually liked the okra. Um, yeah, I think Tom is just making this up at this point. Like he's got to keep the legend alive. Yeah. Like I don't like okra. Like I'm yeah. gonna be the like big ogre when it comes to okra. And then he's like, oh, this is actually great. The okra. The okra. <laughs> okra. Yeah. The uh, uh, so so then they swap, and Sarah has Ashley's okra, and he's like. I don't know what to do with this. And she's like, Ashley, she's asking Ashley a lot of questions about okra. And, and Ashley's like, yeah, no, that would make it slimy. No, that would also make it slimy. And that would also make it slimy, which is really Tom's issue with okra is the sliminess. Um, but uh, in the final competition between Sarah and Ashley, Sarah makes okra misti with polenta and fried onion, whereas Ashley makes salmon tartare with spiced yogurt, crispy skin, fennel stock, grated apple and walnut. So Ashley ends up winning and returns to the competition next week. Usually, I want to say that with Last Chance Kitchen returnees, we don't find out until the start of the actual episode next week. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, it's like the uh, the door. What are those called? The saloon doors opening and like Joe Flam yeah. coming in. And, goes like- or, and it maybe it's the second. Maybe it's the second reentry where sometimes they'll even have the contestants still in the game yes they finish it well they like finish it on the episode almost yeah like, yeah um but that but sarah is not out of the competition she is still in last chance kitchen so leo is eliminated uh and so next week whoever gets eliminated will face sarah in lck mm-hmm. um i like that i'm i'm happy yeah. with that yeah. What I don't like though is that they clear out the peanut gallery so that oh, sam that- and uh Leah and Stephanie and Daniel. Robert. Daniel, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Robert, aka Daniel. Uh her Dan Des. Uh, that's where I got the no sorry. Nope. Um, nope. That's not a thing. Um yeah. So that's how the, the episode ended. Should we talk about our food? Congratulations <laughs> to Ashley episode. coming yeah. back. Oh, yeah, great episode. I yeah. enjoyed this. That's satisfying with Ashley mm-hmm. not really leaving. She's coming back. That's great. Um, Gio, what did you eat this week? So glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> I've been been on a journey trying. I feel like I do this every time Top Chef comes up because I want to kind of like revamp what I'm eating and everything. But last Sunday, I went to this vintage tea shop with my friend i saw photos and i was like oh i want to go for high tea i was like I, looking up reservations for high tea around me because i, I was like, Ooh. i felt so fancy and i highly recommend it we're gonna go again because it was just so much fun but so i worked i tried making some little sandwiches to like i made like cucumber sandwiches and some uh i got some smoked salmon to make like little tea sandwiches that would help me with my new job it's really difficult to have multiple days where you can spend a lot of time making meals. So I usually try to go with something that will last me a couple days or that would be really easy to prep and make in a short amount of time. But then I also was um, very inspired by uh, Evelyn's chicken salad from the Asian market. So I actually made some of my own very basic chicken salad that lasted me for a couple days and it was much appreciated and it I am my for my first time making chicken salad it actually came out pretty good so I was quite proud of myself and as someone that always has an ample supply of desserts in their fridge I had this really nice uh tiramisu 
and a chocolate truffle cake. Like they get served. I have there's a grocery store near my house that sells them in like little single serving portions. So I just bought a couple of those to just have something sweet to look forward to at the end of the day. Sounds awesome. It's been fun. It's been a fun time. I live by myself now, so I can kind of like experiment with whatever fun foods I that catch my eye at the moment and can kind of just do what I want without the judgment of uh, parents or siblings around, which has mm-hmm. been quite nice. <laughs> but then this episode, so I just picked up some grits when I went grocery shopping today because the amount of grits talk that has been going on this episode <gasps> made me very hungry for them. So I was very excited about it. Yeah, grits are delicious. I love grits. They're my favorite. They're one of my favorite breakfast staples. For- yeah. And for me my, and my family, we usually have them with some of my favorite breakfasts. So I was very excited to get back on the grits train this week. I don't think I've ever tried them. They're so good. I buy, I will say, so I I feel like when my dad does it, he buys like the actual grits <laughs> that take a while to make because mm-hmm. and like serves it for a big portion. Since I am just cooking for myself most of the time, I will buy the instant grits that take like all of five minutes to make and put together. But I, they're still enjoyable. I love grits. I couldn't help thinking about the movie, my cousin Vinny, whenever <laughs> grit was mentioned. <laughs> no self-respecting Southerner <laughs> does anything with instant grits. Um, and the, the fact I'm that a nor- I'm a, I'm a Northerner. I'm a Yankee. So it's okay. I just think it's hilarious that grits and the time it takes to cook grits became evidence in a murder trial. (laughs) Well, Tanya, what'd you eat this week? Um, Let's see. I had a really good um, Brussels sprout salad, which I thought was delicious. It had some um, cranberries, some like candied walnut action, a little bit of um goat cheese in there as well with a really good dressing. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Yeah, it was really, really good. <clears throat> um I had kimchi for the first time this week. Wow. Yeah. Um my stomach hates it. So that's not gonna <laughs> happen again. Oh no. <laughs> like, oh, you want to introduce cabbage into my system. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you. Wow, not just spicy cabbage. Yeah. Mm. Fermented spicy cabbage. Fermented spicy cabbage. I was just like, what was I thinking? There it's like which so aspect of options. it was that? Like which aspect of the ca- of the kimchi was it that like you didn't like system? I think that it happened in waves. So it started with the fact <laughs> it was a different issue. Yeah. It started with the fact that it was fermented. And then it went to the fact that it was spicy. And then it was just like, okay, and it's cabbage. So we're just not. We're not doing this again. Great. Um, I've had a lot of grilled asparagus this week just because I had a taste for some hurt. Why? What? No, there's a reason they made me just chuckle. Continue as you were. Um, And some really good stuffed mushrooms, too. But then I had like a perfectly roasted chicken as well this week which was very very good so like very basic for the for like me honestly 
Like I didn't do a lot of like fun things. I didn't have much of an appetite this weekend or this week. So I just did a couple things here and there. Kurt? Give us some give us some London highlights. Oh uh, boy. Like I this would be an entire episode, so I'll try to I know. Keep so this we'll down. save the rest yeah. until next week. But give us yeah. like a couple that you're like, yeah, these were the best. Um things. I visited Borough Market, which is my favorite place to visit whenever I go to London. I was like a fifteen minute walk from there. So just food, 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 food. Um I uh I ha- I went to a so actually you know one of my friends that lives in London uh Derek he a listener of the podcast so shout out to Derek he he felt bad the last time that we hung out in 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 uh in London we had uh shitty pub nachos and so he wanted to like he wanted like to go to like a nice restaurant especially because he considers me a foodie because I podcast about this that's hilarious um so we went to this great like like modern British restaurant in Fitzrovia called Clipstone um, that I went to check out the menu to see if I could find what it was that I had had. And it looks like their menus changed since I was there uh, just, you know, last week. Um, but I had this, this, the, for the main course, I had this, uh, uh, this chicken that was rolled up and then wrapped in a ham. And it was then covered with sage, parsley root and oyster mushrooms. Um, extremely good um and i if you if you checked out the notes uh the for the for the episode i put a couple words there so you remember there was a few a few weeks ago that I, I you know i saw Injia and halloumi and i was like i wonder what these <laughs> tiny little a, notes are about yeah just so i remember like it like indusia is like everywhere in in london as is halloumi like last since the last time i was there three years ago it just is like every everywhere is serving something with indusia or halloumi um, I'd say the most interesting place I went, and I'll talk about other stuff next time. Uh, there was a there was a a cheese restaurant, a cheese bar that went into where a sushi bar had been, and it was one of those conveyor belt sushi <laughs> bars. And so they actually served like cheese on the sushi conveyor belt, so it would come around, and there'd be like the little glass dome with a number on it, and you quickly look at your menu and say eighteen. Okay, this is the halloumi, or this is the garlic brie, and there's a little accompaniment with it, and like maybe like 85% of it was cheese and 15% of it was like meats and you had your own little thing of crackers. Um, so it was just like conveyor belt sushi. If you've ever been to one of those places, but with a cheese bar, it was called pick and cheese and it was near uh, in the Covent garden area. Uh, so highly recommend checking that out along with borough market. If and clipstone, if you, anybody is going to London in the near future, a conveyor belt of cheese is my dream. Like that's all I've ever wanted. It sounds like how I die. Yeah. Mm. Just nonstop eating it. Um, I got an accidental meal subscription box this week. Um, went for a walk and I saw a box on my front porch and realized I had forgot to skip this week. Oh. Whoops. Didn't get to pick the recipes. Luckily for me, they were delicious. We got like yeah. um four meal crusted chicken with potatoes, and tonight we had tacos, which were delicious, and then and also we have like um a Thai a spicy Thai pork bowl which was good. Ooh. Um we went out for breakfast today and I got waffles with lots of fresh fruit and that was excellent. I had a great time eating that. Um I did make a cake this week. Um a lemon cake. It looked nice. I overbaked it. Mm. But was it cake? <laughs> it was honestly it was closer to bread if i'm being honest with you it wasn't well, shaped like anything weird but it was almost a bread i will say that but yeah that that, that was kind of it for me this week Wonderful. gia thank you for joining us this was yes. great 
Thank you so much. It's honestly been such a dream to come on and talk with all of you. I'm big fans of all of you. And it's just been a great time. I had a wonderful time here with all of you. Please oh, come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Come back. Again. And uh, yeah, where just can... say when. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find you on the internet if they want to hear more from you? Uh, well, if you want to hear my uh, random goings on, my shenanigans about reality TV, I recommend following my Twitter page, Classically Gia. Uh, I'm a fun follow. I like to think, True, but definitely. especially if you're a fan of like Survivor or Big Brother or any of the other competition shows, like joy there, having joy in your life. Yes, if you like joy in your life, I recommend following me. But um, I always <laughs> rec- put out there that you know, follow the if you are a fan of Survivor, follow the Survivor Diversity Campaign page. We have a lot of great content. We're on the second season with CBS's new diversity initiatives, so. Um, it's been a really great time and a uh, great time to highlight a lot of contestants of color or from different walks of life. And it's just been a great time. And I really recommend it for anyone that is a fan of the show. And on Silent, Silent Podcast, I am doing the recaps for Survivor 42 and also Top Chef 19. So if you can't get enough from this podcast and you just need more Top Chef in your life, I recommend looking there for even more of me and more of Top Chef. More Top Chef content. I know yes. you want it. You listen to this podcast. You, can, you got to the end of this podcast. Don't just hit play on Gia's. Like, it's that easy. Yeah, right. if you people don't subscribe to her Twitter page, I'm going to burn this yeah, virtual place yeah, to the ground. Yeah, like, you should do that. It's an excellent Twitter follow. I think I think Gia's Thank underplaying you. how great of a Twitter follow she is. Yeah, very much so. Like, all the great, the greats, really. They underplay it. Kurt, where are you on the internet these days? Uh, I am at Kurt Clark with two C's at the beginning of each of those words. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you find me there. Instagram, Twitter, Untapped, uh, Twitch. Um, uh, I think Facebook. Um, yeah, just there's not many Kurt Clarks out there, so I get to take them all. I'm surprised. That's yeah, that be a more popular very name. Common. Yeah. There's a lot of Haley Strongs out there. I definitely have the best SEO out of all of them, though. <laughs> nice. Latanya? There's apparently at least one other Latanya Starks, and I want to kick her ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like, how am I too? Are you kidding? <laughs> You're number one in our hearts. Thank you. Um, so you can follow me at LK Starks. I am, as uh, every week, doing um, the. Atlanta podcast on post show recaps. The season has just begun. We're on episode three of season three. Mari and I just talked about it for a good, a good amount of time. An hour is a good amount of time for like a 40 minute episode of television. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so you can send us your feedback for that show on uh, to Atlanta at G at post show recaps.com accidentally give out my email address (laughs) i mean i didn't like it's nothing like that but it like it was so close that you have no idea i'm so tired um and then we have an email address i forgot about that (laughs) if you have long form questions about top chef i don't remember what the other email address is but you can email them to bachelorrehapup at gmail.com and i'll answer it Yeah, shout at us on the on the Discord. I've been having some fun talking with people there. And then um you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks, which I had to add the K because there's another I could just be L Starks. 
just couldn't. It's another one. So you I'll can, find her. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. Um, I don't know. What else am I up to? I did a podcast. Oh, mm, that podcast. <laughs> I did a podcast last week. It's probably not coming out for three to four months. So we'll see it then. Um, I'm kicking around, you know, whatever. It's fine. Okay. Bye. Love you. Pack your nice. Bye. 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 I'm waving. No one can see me. <laughs>